We came from very different backgrounds. Be classy, be genuine, be grateful. I wanted to help out and contribute and sort of give back to the people that had helped me. me. Man, welcome to the intro. No need for introductions. All about the world and the world what we discussing. Where every single thought that we had came for something. So it's funny that we made it when we started here with nothing. Gotta open up your mind just to find out why. When you lost inside the dark, just gotta turn on the light. And no matter what you do, you never run from a fight. Because we fighting to be better and that's why we strive. Hi. I'm Corey McCain, CEO of WeStrive, an all-in-one platform for personal trainers and gym owners to build and scale their business. I want to welcome you to the Why We Strive podcast, where I interview some of the most incredible founders, investors, professional athletes, and more from around the world. We do a deep dive into the who, what, when, where, how, and why they strive. Make sure you tune in and subscribe every single week so that you can watch and listen to some incredible people tell absolutely amazing stories on how they got here. Now, let's get to this week's episode. So I'm here with the Pipe Dream team here. We got your boy Garrett. We got Drew. We got Cannon. All right, can you guys quickly go through what your roles are at the company, and then we're going to cover what the company does, and then I'm going to do a big backtrack. I strictly have an email job. Okay. I answer the company's email. I do it pretty good. I take the Zoom meetings. You do it. Not much else anymore. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I am the COO. I do everything that's not robots and emails. Okay. There we go. Ken? I'm the CTO and I do everything that's robots. I love it, dude. And so, no emails. No. That's true. He will not email you back. Yeah. <laughs> do dude. people do people email you? Like, are they like, I've got to talk to the CEO or CTO at Pipe Dream? Like, do you get, like, are you just kind of like, nah. You don't get emails? Maybe. I, I get a few from like suppliers and stuff, but I, I do. Really, like, do you ever, you people. never reply? Like, kind of. Yeah, I do sometimes, but not much. Okay. If you ever gotten a reply from Cam, you know, he, he, has, he has people for that. <laughs> if you've ever tried to use your laptop outside or on the move, you'll know that it's impossible to see your screen in direct sunlight. And laptops will overheat and shut down surprisingly quickly outside. Here in Austin, the team at Sunshader have solved that problem. Sunshader is the sunshade, heat shade, and privacy shade for your laptop so you can work efficiently from coffee shops co-working spaces, or with your friends on campus. From the beach, the pool, your backyard or balcony, from airports, airplanes, and Airbnbs. I've got one and it is now part of my everyday work gear that fits easily into my backpack. Sunshader can also be co-branded with your company logo, your brand story for incredible and practical swag to give to your employees, customers, and partners. Check them out at sunshader.com and use code WHYWESTRIVE for 15% off. So I... I met Garrett in Oklahoma City. Shout out to the OKC Poots, the Pipe Dream crew, or the, the Poots crew. And uh, when I actually heard you on my podcast two years ago. It was one of my like, 13th episode for the new idea with Farhaj. And uh, it was cool to see you talk about what Pipe Dream was going to become, what you guys were going to do with Pipe Dream. And then we're in your, guy, your, we're in your warehouse. What do you want to call it? Where, uh, what? Oh, we call it Pipe House. Yeah. Pipe House. <laughs> we're, in, we're in your Pipe House. <laughs> Almost, it was uh, September of 2020, so we're almost two years later. We're living the dream, you guys. Absolutely. You guys, can I say what you guys have done so far? I'll let you take over at this point. Who who wants to talk about what Pipe Dream is and what you guys are building? Yeah, yeah, we can definitely talk about what it is. I think it's like the progress we've made. I think we're probably way more pessimistic about it. Oh, I'm very. (laughs) From the the outside looking in, I'm so. I'm pretty much on the inside at this point. I'm like. 
I got like real estate here now. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I don't think we're, I don't think we're going to be happy until we make a delivery on okay. a real network. Okay. I don't know yeah. about you guys, yeah. but until then, I feel like we've done not, not nothing. We like I'm really proud of the team. Mm. We've made a lot of progress, but like I don't feel calm or settled. Yeah, it's one of those hard things. Like it's such a binary outcome, and it takes years to work up to that. So it's just like a little disheartening until it's done. So really quick, let's cover the three of y'all's daily roles. Like we obviously have CEO, CTO, C, uh, COO. So Garrett, what do you do on a daily basis besides emails? If we give like we'll take a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Drew and then Cannon. Okay. Um, this has probably been the hardest transition for me because when we started Pipe Dream, it like not to use a sports analogy because it's super annoying, but basketball. It's gonna be like it's gonna be basketball. Basketball. Basketball's the best for analogy. Just do just do hockey. Cannon loves everyone. Everyone gets a point. Yeah. But um, the tough thing about startup is like when you're starting, there's no one on the court, so it's just you, and you have to sink baskets, and you get really good at sinking baskets. You you get so good at sinking baskets. Yeah, exactly. That's how it feels, right? So you're like, I'm super good at shooting baskets. I'm I'm making them, and then you're like, okay, you bring someone else on, and and he comes on, she comes on, and they help you sink baskets, and the two of you sinking baskets, and then you get so good that you're like, all right, we need to bring on a real team. We need to bring on like skill players here, and then you bring them on. And you're not on the floor shooting baskets anymore. And if you do, uh, you're going to mess up the flow of everyone else because you mm-hmm. brought on better basketball players. And so then your role is just like be the coach, mm-hmm. right? And it feels like you've gotten in this flow of like where it's your like the amount of action that you're doing is directly contributing to the success of the company. Mm-hmm. That's your first couple, like, you know, when it's just the two of you, that's true. And then when you move, you know, to like I, the analogy that I use, I'm sorry is like, you know, CEO is more of a coach. Uh, then you have the GM is like COO running like chores and operations and everyone else is on the court. You bring your star players, you cannon, cannon sinking threes, mm-hmm. you know? He, um, in my, he doesn't my... know what that means, but he's definitely... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> points, what? He's a hockey guy. Yeah, you can't do that in a hockey game. Like, that's, a, that's a hat trick. That's right a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, it sucks because like my knee jerk is like, oh, well, like if, if we're not doing good, then I need to get out there and shoot. Even if we're doing good, I'm like, I want to get out there and I want to sink baskets. I want to yeah. score. That's why I've been doing this whole time. And it's more of like sit back and wait for something to go wrong. Make sure the plays are being run. You know, think ahead. You know, what are we going to need? We're in the first quarter. What are we going to need in the second and third quarter? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot less like direct input in, direct output out. Um, and it's tough. That's a tough transition. Yeah. So now most of my thing is like make sure the team's good, making sure we're, we're headed in the right direction. Um, you know, pick up a couple big like fundraising. Uh, you know, making sure we don't run out of money. Um, <laughs> they're probably more annoyed that I way. make sure we don't run out of money. Maybe more than I should. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really that, just like you know, the the, the big picture stuff. Uh, where are we going? Uh, make sure we don't run out of money, and then make sure everyone's set up to be great. Make sure Cannon's set up with everything mm-hmm. he needs to sink threes. Make sure Justin's set up to do everything that that he does well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much it. So speaking of what you touched on, um, making sure everything's running correctly, so then we'll go to Drew because you don't have to step in. <laughs> you don't have to step in until something goes wrong, which is where Drew uh, has uh, has the court. Yeah, to, yeah. To go in the basketball sense. Uh, I don't know if I can come up with a basketball metaphor. He for ran out you. too. He was like, and then Justin's like, you know, he's doing whatever. <laughs> so he ran out of players. So you can just you can start with whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So my day to day is all over the place. Depends on like what we're doing. If we're in a, if Canon's in a design sprint, it's a lot of like making sure they have the machines that they need, the parts that they need, 
there's always something that's like out of stock and we have to design around it or like buy it from a, some obscure country. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. Um, but yeah, a lot of that. And then a lot of helping on the um, planning side, like where can we put networks that'll be profitable doing the financial, like the crossover analysis between like finances and engineering, like what, what can we achieve and like how profitable will that be? Mm-hmm. And then uh, working with everyone and making sure like, all the different parts come together. Uh, Garrett does a lot of the like high level vision stuff. And then I get to do the, like making sure all the little details come together. <laughs> you get to do, I get, I get to do it. You're I, so lucky. I, I am I blessed I... <laughs> to be here. There's no place I would rather. Garrett's like, we're going to do this. And Drew's like, I guess we can do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then he gets to go do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get to go do it. Yeah. yeah he yeah, said it exactly yeah, how exactly. I wanted him to say it. No, was... yeah. uh, Drew does a lot of the chores. Like, you know, you know, you don't want your, Sorry, you don't want like Steph Curry like making sure you're paying taxes. You know, like you want someone to do all the back office stuff, all the chores that you have to do to keep the business like legal, yeah. so everyone else can just stay creative, stay focused on like driving forward. Gotcha. And that's what Drew does. Pipe dream nice. is completely legal, by the way. Uh, he said that kind of weird. I want to just want to clarify, like everything's above board. Yeah, we're not trying not to be legal. <laughs> and then we have Cannon at the very end there, who um, who is the the third coming of the founders. So we had Drew. Or you started right. Mm-hmm. So Garrett. Great way to say then, that. Yeah, that's a weird way to say it. <laughs> <clears throat> it back. So Cannon came in third. Uh, how do you word that better? I don't even know. Anyways, Garrett started. Drew came in pretty quickly, right? Like a few months in, something like that. Yeah, can I get a yes? It's tough, tough to say where Pipe Dream started. You know, it was like okay. a, a long diligence process. So, well, so Garrett, Garrett first told me about it in like I think 2015. 2015? Okay. Uh, yeah, you had you had like your six inch prototype back in college. Hmm. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> we may have to take this part out. <laughs> All right, it's okay. <laughs> we talk about century, it. Misremembered, but. Um, but basically, yeah. Cannon comes in, and you're just like, well, Cannon, actually, can you talk about your background? Because you didn't just like, they were just like, let's hire this guy that loves robotics. Like, you had a whole ass company that like was in the robotics space. So can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I, I dropped out of school in mm-hmm. 2018 to start a robotics company. Yeah. Uh, we were selling like modular robots to schools. So we'd make like kits. Um, and yeah, I just, I, we ended up exiting to uh, one of the largest competitors in the space so in cool. like 20. Love it. 21 uh and so i just been there like mm-hmm. redesigning our product from the ground up having a ton of fun and but it was like starting to weigh on me this like oh i'm, I'm like not working on my thing like my startup i was still working on the tech that i liked yeah um and i found uh garrett and drew on twitter and i reached out to drew i was wow. like hey how far along are y'all and it was on a viral tweet that was getting a ton <laughs> of hate I, I tell that story? oh please do <laughs> okay okay so um when me and drew started it we like uh one we had no money that's true we were, Burning cash. Yeah. It was just like what, what were you spending on, like just parts and shit like that, or what? Just parts just and like living like three hundred grand a year. <laughs> no, 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 that'll do it. That'll do it. That's, yeah, that's yeah, part yeah. of our budget. <laughs> but burning cash. Like, how do we fix this? Is this true? Well, yeah, it was just it was just uh, just my savings. We were just like any tool that we had. It was like oh, we really we really got to get the cheapest one possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then just living expenses because we, we were focused on this. We weren't doing anything else. Um, so we were, we were burning through cash and then we got a little cash to the door. Um, we were like, okay, time to make the first hire. Mm-hmm. And we had the rule, like the only rule that we really had at the company at the time was every person we bring on has to be so good that you look at the company and that person, you're like, that new person doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're so much better yeah, than everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Um, which made it super hard to hire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we looked yep. for like 
months, two, three months, 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 and a ton of people. Um, and we always have monthly meeting, which is like when we like take a step back and look at, okay, how are we doing on objectives? How are we doing on the company? And it was July 3rd and Drew said, look, we have been trying to find something, someone better than us, um, four months and it's like we're literally not making progress mm -hmm. and so we just need to take someone we need to break the rule and we need to make an offer to this person who is just as good as us but not like so much better mm -hmm. um and i was like okay fine like maybe maybe we were wrong maybe like this is super hard it's, it's really delaying us mm -hmm. and then uh someone put out a tweet about us um they're like oh this this is what a cool steampunk uh company mm -hmm. and it went super viral and who was it Name you, name you Wu. Name yeah, you Wu. Who is fantastic. Nice. And we use our printers. Yeah, we have amazing two of them, printers. Two of them nice. downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Nam nice. is great. It is sure. yeah, not her fault. Um but she was like not her this fault. is super not her stupid. Fault, what? Well she she tweeted like this is really dumb. Oh god, okay. Which isn't like an unfair like, thing. Like to say. It's pretty much exactly like that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she tweeted this is really dumb. And then Canon saw it. And he goes And he was like typing out a message to agree with her, right? I was gonna make fun of them for their CAD model. Yeah, they had, oh, which is fair. Which was fair. Yeah. <laughs> so explain what that, that means me. to someone, not, not me, of course, but like someone that doesn't understand what that means. <laughs> they had a CAD model, and it wasn't like what they had designed that was going to make fun of. It was that there was these things called mates that they had shown. Um, I'm trying to think. It's like if Excel showed, showed the formula. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and, instead of like it just being the result? Yes. And so I was going to be like, man, someone should show them how to like hide that mate. <laughs> like, just, it was like... It's hard shit. for me to be super mean, petty. but it was, it was on super me. petty. It was on me. I made that cat model, yeah. and it wasn't that I didn't know. I just realized it later, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, it, like whatever." It's totally good. It. <laughs> already yeah. out on the internet. No one's gonna screenshot it and tweet that thing <laughs> from our website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if any early stage startup like got that kind of traction? You're like, okay, I wasn't even fucking ready yet. Like, I was just yeah. <laughs> like, what are you, yeah. what are you supposed to be for this? Yeah. So you find this, and you're like, I can do this better, and then you just DM one of these two, and like, that's. Yeah. The, the idea is a brain worm, and that's what I loved about it, because as I was going through the replies in this tweet, mm -hmm. it was a really even mix of people just absolutely hating it with everything inside of them, and mm -hmm. the people just being like, this yeah. is the next big thing. Yeah. And I think those polarizing ideas are always where like, the interesting stuff is mm -hmm. happening. And I just started thinking about it a lot. I had worked with Starship, uh, which is a sidewalk delivery robot company, in like 2016, mm -hmm. and so I had kind of like been in the space... And I had considered doing a similar thing, but above ground with like cable robots in the mm -hmm. past. And so, but I was just like, this is super cool. So I reached out to Drew and I was like, hey, like, you know, what are you guys up to? <laughs> He's being humble. When he reached out, I didn't see it. And then uh, he, he stays up at night. Um, so that was like at 10 o'clock at night. And then at six in the morning, he sent me a different DM. And it was an entire like video of how we should design our system to be better. Not oh, just how we should design overnight. it to be better. He designed a new system completely it, completely from the ground showed up. us a video of like how it worked and yeah. how it was better in like a night and then drew messages me and he goes never mind we found someone <laughs> who works with the rule yeah. and we should make him an offer whatever he wants <laughs> yeah yeah oh i think you said we found a unicorn yeah, yeah. i did that was my first message i was like oh, i found a unicorn we're hiring him now i don't care what you say <laughs> i will quit if we don't hire this guy yeah was there a process right when Canada got hired or you just like build a bunch of shit and like let's see what happens kind of a thing you know, it's it's hard with a, a system like this because I, I like to make like a a, a train track analogy. Okay. So if I was going to design a train, like the track is already kind of there. Mm -hmm. um, well, actually, sorry, let me start that over. <laughs> I explained that completely wrong. Um, yeah, so so like designing around the the pipe dream system is really interesting because 
when you're creating the trains, for example, right? Mm. Uh, they were able to design both the track and the train. And it's this kind of mm. like ebb and flow where you can design a track that's a lot easier for the train to stay seated. And then you can design the train to like work on the track, right? Um, with our system, we were just wanting to, we, we were driving in standard utility pipes. And so the track is kind of set. So then it's like, okay, how do you design the train around this to mm. adapt to this environment? And so really what I started by doing is breaking down like, how does the robot like both drive through the, the pipe, which I don't think is the hardest thing. Driving through the pipe is pretty easy. It's really like, how do you get cargo in and out of it? How do you take turns? How do you do like all of these other uh, things that you need to be able yeah. to do, right? Like it's uh, not going from here to there. It's like doing a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like a modular yeah, network. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's really where like I think my background really came to help here. Is like I have been designing modular robots for the last three years. I've, yeah. been, I've been through like three pretty in-depth new systems. And, mm. and with modular rules... Um, like when you're creating the Lego, like it's a very simple modular rule, but that modular rule allows you to create really simple things with the bricks, but also an entire Death Star, right? And so mm-hmm. with our system, it needed to be able to function at the low level and be simple, but also you know it be an infinitely adjustable uh, network that can be installed in the city. And what I love is when he's talking, you're like looking at him, and it's like I love the three of y'all's like l- like dynamic. It's like you're the you're like the big brain CEO that like is just forgetting uh, 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 like you're over here like you're doing one task and then you're like okay but now I'm gonna close like a million dollars over here and then I'm over here and then Drew's the guy that's like all right all right Gary let's make sure the million dollars is closed and we're doing this over here and then he's just building robots so it's, like, it's, it's like the perfect yeah, pretty much yeah, it. and you, yeah, you guys are just it. like and it works so well it should not work it makes no sense <laughs> like Garrett, we had a trip to Miami. I mean, all three of you are there, and Garrett shows up with this big pipe, and it was delivered. <laughs> Wait, tell the story about where it was delivered. The <laughs> the delivery to the wrong um, address in Miami. You know, oh, we had like everything. No, everything, no, no, every... no, this specific one that you had to go get, and you had Uber, and it was on the porch or whatever. Oh yeah, so yeah, I had to Uber <laughs> to the address, and then I get there, and I go up to knock on the door, and someone runs over, and they go, "Don't knock on that door. You should leave." And I was like. <laughs> Like, I'm just going to knock. Like, I need to get my package. They're like, no, you need to leave right now. And then they ran off. And so I was like, all right. It was so like gonna... terrible, sketchy neighborhood, like, southeast or southwest of Miami. Like, It wasn't that bad. I Like, I, if he hadn't run himself, I would have stayed and knocked on the door. Well, we're glad to have you here, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, getting, getting the pipe through the airport, uh, I think, is the hardest part. That's an art. It's always fun. Yeah, they, they basically, they, they bring the pipe with them so they can work on it while they're on vacation. You guys didn't really no, 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 it's just thing. for like show. Oh, oh that's, yeah. that's, what, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, but you did use it and take that part out. That was totally incorrect about what I no, said. No, 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 I, I love the idea that we bring a pipe yeah, yeah. just to work on it for a couple days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, Dude, I didn't even think, I feel so really dedicated. Now. Of course, that's what you had it for, this is an actual show. Um, I mean, so, I, I would if that was feasible. It was necessary. Yeah. yeah. Cannon can't sleep without it nearby. Yeah. Yeah, we, if we go, if we go to a party, one of us has our backpack. And like we always have. It's you one know. of us and it's Garrett. And then it stays at the party when he leaves. <laughs> like, that's also true. Or on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I know this story, but can you tell the story of why you chose the name Pipe Dream? And I know Garrett tells the story all the time, but I want to I want to hear the story. On the oh, phone. yeah. So uh, actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but the original name was uh, Boratube, and I don't remember Wait, why. Wait, what? I, know, yeah, I didn't know really that. Bad. I did so, not know that. So when, when, I put <laughs> the, when I put the project name, is like when we started looking, when, when I started looking at uh, Underground, okay. I was like, okay, okay I got to put something in my notes for like what the project is called and okay. so I called it Boratube and I think it was the only like river shipping lane that sounded cool okay uh, like, like the Amazon tube is already taken okay. that was really well done and so I called it Boratube um, I think it's a river I don't remember I looked it up <laughs> I think it's and a river. so then it was like okay uh, what do we need in like an actual name 
And uh, what I was looking at is like, okay, there's going to be a lot of media attention around this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it's going to be negative about like, this feels impossible. Yeah. Um, And so what are they going to write about? They're going to call it a pipe dream. So my thought is like, take the one obvious great headline, which is a great headline. If we call it something else, people would be like, this is a pipe dream. (laughs) It was a great headline. But if, if it's our name... Then, like, I, I wanted people to know that it wasn't hubris. Yeah. That what we were trying to do, like, wasn't overconfidence. It wasn't that we thought we were, like, individually great or, like, anything special about us. We were trying something that is crazy mm. and probably not going to work. Yeah. And just owning that right up top and taking the headline away, that was, like, per- it, was, it was pretty easy to go, like, that's the name. It's so awesome. And what I realized, I think we might have missed this. I'm going to have a little commercial thinking of what you guys are doing on the video, but... I'll have Drew speak this time, but Drew, can you describe what Pipe Dream does and take as long as you need? <laughs> Pipe Dream is the world's first hyper logistics company. So we deliver things from A to B within the city, and uh, we do that autonomously, cheaply, and in a very scalable way. So right now, things are delivered around cities in cars with human drivers and they have to be batched and that adds traffic to our roads, all these negative things, you know, that make cities hard to live in. And uh, at the same time, you have consumers wanting to consume things more quickly and more frequently. uh, And we just don't have a way to facilitate that. So pipe dream really enables you to order one thing and get it efficiently and cheaply and also uh, scale into the future where physical things can move around as quickly as information moves around. Boom, there we go. And so with your with your target market, like I'm gonna say two different types of target markets and then I'm gonna say whether it is used to be that or if it's gonna be that in the future or whatever. So we have the B2C side delivered into a home and we have like an Amazon, or like an Air Force base that has like so much shit going on. They need things from A point A to point, T, point B, point C, point D. Um, are, which one of those is your target market or is there another one I'm missing? And then has it always been that way? Are you asking if we want to work with the Air Force or with Amazon? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess both. I, well, no, I'm, say, I'm saying Air Force and Amazon type vibe of like a yeah. giant area sure. or like B2C. Yeah. So, so definitely, um, you know, we, we think about it a lot as the network. Yeah. So yeah. The, the network needs to solve, um, you know, when you're designing a network, you need the first implementation of the network to solve a real problem. Mm-hmm. But you also need it to uh, like cover enough area that you can grow it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you want like every node that you add onto the network mm-hmm. um, to be... Uh, uh, like you don't want to build this giant thing and then have it be like four blocks and then you can't... Yeah, build, yeah, yeah, yeah can't like an aircraft exactly. carrier. You're not going to build a fifth... If you build four nodes on an aircraft carrier, yeah. the fifth <laughs> node doesn't really build, bring anyone value. But if you build uh, 10 nodes around a city... Well, now the eleventh node is is providing like, in, like not incremental value, but exponential value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you have a, a, a good network effect by adding to that network. And I'm in a base, not like a like a like a ship. To clarify. Sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like <laughs> people talk about like yeah. hospitals. Yeah, yeah. And like private land, and that's cool. Like I think there is a good model there. Um, we're just gonna go after something bigger. You know? Yeah, you're gonna go after like Definitely. like actual. So we go after actual cities, like the. Yeah. I mean, maybe you don't yeah. call it B to C, but like whatever you want to call that, like B to city, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> B to C. B to C. That's what I meant by B to C. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, um, just as you know, B to C is, uh, you know, the uh, the the internet lines are in the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, they facilitate eventually going to the customer, mm-hmm. um, and they make that possible, even though they're not directly going to the customer. Gotcha. Okay. 
And then, Canna, can you describe the pipe itself? Like, what are the dimensions? How is it going to function? How is it going to – like, let's say it was going from this side of the room to that side of the room. Like, how is it going to get there, basically? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, maybe a better way to explain is, like, across the city. Just, yeah, like, yeah, on a straight yeah. shot, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't have pipes uh, across the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the pipe we use is 18-inch HTPE pipe. Okay. So this is just, like, standard utility pipe that you'd use, like, for, like, a water main or something. Yeah. Uh, lots of utility companies in a city that know how to install that. Mm-hmm. Along, like in addition to the pipe, uh, we have rails, and so a rail segment is what allows us to interface with uh, things like a a warehouse mm-hmm. or like a distribution center. Um, because the robot, like when it's in the pipe, great, that's like the fastest, cheapest way to travel underground. But it's not a great way to get things in and out of the system. And mm-hmm. so it has this rail that the robot transitions onto. And so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like it drives in a pipe, like you would expect, and then yeah. it drives onto this little rail, and it controls its angle as it's going mm-hmm. through the pipe, so that it can get onto the rail. And then once it's on the rail, it can take turns. It mm-hmm. can go to loading stations, uh, all that kind of stuff. And one thing I want to make very clear because I knew Garrett first, and then for for two years until about like I guess a year and a half, until three months ago, I did not know how you guys were using the tunnels. I thought this entire time you were utilizing current, like giant, especially like giant circles underground, and you're just like on top, just doing this. So y'all are actually building your own tunnels, like 18 inches wide or whatever, and that's like people do that all the time. It's not that crazy, right? Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Okay, yeah. Got, there, there we go. Cool. I, I did. I literally did not know that. And then Garrett was someone. One of you three on, in Miami were like. Yeah, we're just like building our own whatever. And I was like, what do you mean? I, I thought you were literally, I was picturing like where alligators are in movies. And it's like, you guys were just like going uh, going in there. And you're like, watch out for the alligators. And you're like building the, building the pipes. So because that, that I always thought this was going to be a trillion dollar company. From the moment I met you, I was like, trillion dollar company. And I think it's going to be, I don't really care what you say. Um, and but I always thought you had to utilize actual current tunnels. So when I heard that you could just like, put a fucking tunnel, like you put a tunnel down here if you wanted to. That's when I was like, oh shit, this can literally be anywhere in the world. Like, it's so cool. So, Drew, can you describe how, like, you, I'm not gonna, I don't know if I can say which cities you're in or what you're gonna be doing, but like, let's say that you wanna get into the city of Austin, which I'm gonna keep like getting all my ties and intros and everything. So you wanna get in the city of Austin, like, how do you negotiate that partnership? And let's say they say yes, like, where do you start? You just pick like, all right, 6th Street, we're doing this thing. Like, what do you do? Yeah, that's that's the really hard part. Because, um, like, anytime you have existing network and you add on to it, you're adding more value. Mm-hmm. But when, when you're picking out the place to put the first network, you're not sure if you're going to have that value. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure, like, people live nearby, but there's also stuff nearby and that the people that live there want the stuff that's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's something we're still working on. Yeah. Um, you know, that's... We have uh, our biz dev guy, Justin, works on that primarily and just like trying to get data sets from existing delivery people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the really hard part. But basically, we can put pipes pretty much anywhere with a few limitations. Like it's mm-hmm. te- technically possible. Yeah. And cities are pretty open to it. Okay. So back to the pod. Uh, we had the cameras die, unfortunately. Uh, so you all have moved to Austin now. So why the move from OKC to Austin? Everyone's like, that's crazy. Why would they do that? We heard they have good podcasts here. They do have good po- they have great podcasts, yeah. Um, so why'd you guys choose Austin specifically? Are you looking at me? 
Yeah. Uh, so we had this really over the top spreadsheet where we analyzed like the top twenty startup cities in the U.S. Do we have that spreadsheet still? Yeah. Oh, can yeah. we put that up? We'll put that up. Oh, yeah. absolutely. We'll, we'll throw that on the screen for you. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Up? So right. then, uh, yeah. So then it said like L.A. or something, and we were like, mm. it said um, with the, th- the top three, which were too close. Like there was human error that separated the top three. So the top three were L.A. Miami and Austin. Yeah. Did you guys make this or was it just like a... Like no, we, we looked at like it. 20 factors and they were all weighted, which yeah. is weighted is where yeah. the human error came to. And it was like and we, quality of life, yeah, uh, ease each. to mm-hmm. um, like time zone, um, being able to hire uh, industry that already exists for mm-hmm. us specifically, industry yeah. of tech, cost of raise money. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think every single thing about Austin... For tech wise, especially, is better than Miami and LA minus the humidity. Oh, actually, uh, Miami has humidity too. I just hate humidity, so that's yeah, my old. Agreed. Anyone, anyone, anyone asks me, it's like, what's wrong with Austin? I'm like, literally nothing, and I hate it because it makes me want to stay, and I hate humidity so much. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 no. walk, I got to my car to drive over here, my forehead had drops all over it, just a little sweat, and I'm just that's like, true. dude, I fucking hate this, bro. Oh, I will say, Miami was top. Miami, from your ability to get people out there, like mm-hmm. quality of life, uh, cheap living, um, ability to raise capital. I think it was, I, Miami was going to be better. Yeah. It is too nice. I, I think it's too hard to build stuff in a nice city. Miami is so nice. It's so nice to live there. But we're always in All your ambition is just like, <laughs> yeah. how, how much? Anywhere. How Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood, Florida. I would yeah. live in Hollywood, Florida. I'd be so happy, and I've never gotten good work done. And you go into a WeWork yeah. in Miami, and it is dead. Yeah. And there's one to two dudes in there working on music NFTs. Uh, <laughs> like three o'clock hits, and everyone's out, and that's fine. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a great balance of work life. We're gonna do and that's do fine. Shit. And if you're like yeah. trying to build a good company, that's yeah. probably the best place to do it. You'll be really happy. Yeah. If you're trying to build a very, very tough company, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I like visiting there. I just could never build a company there. Yeah. There's way, there's just way too much going on. Um, For sure. So I want to touch on really quick your your side project, which is now become a. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we touched on the actual revenue, but like it's become a like it's paying the rent here at this new warehouse. And at the beginning of this video, I'm gonna have a little highlight video of what the warehouse looks like or the 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 pipe house. Uh, what is your thing you created, kind of like for funsies? Yeah. That is well, now paying. The rent for this building. I think it's paying. It's not paying. Yeah. It's not paying for all of it, but it's close. It's pretty no, close. This month. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So it's, um, it's this thing is paying the rent for this giant like complex. Uh, so what what is it? Tell us about. Okay, it. we can tell we can tell the quick story. Um, yeah, we don't need four hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I could do it. Uh, <laughs> He's got some facts. <laughs> um. So I'm trying to figure out where to start. The we had this theory super early on, pre-canon, um, is that if you're going to build a really really tough company, mm. you're going to bring on founder types. Mm. Um, Canon, Justin, uh, Mac, uh, even even Thomas, who hasn't started a startup, but like definitely a founder type. Founder types build, mm. and everyone here knows how to ship a SaaS company. We could all probably ship a SaaS company tonight. Mm. Um, and it's like, why are we not using that? If we can all build something in literally a night and ship it, shouldn't we use that one? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's really good content. I think it's good media. Like, <laughs> it, it's fun. It's like something yeah. fun to do. Oh. All right. So 
We uh, once again had camera difficulties, and we're back. It's, a, it's an early show, you guys. Uh, <laughs> camera opportunities. Camera, yes. Yeah, so you know it's episode one. But yeah, episode yeah, one. Episode camera yeah. turns off. It's a pretty gorgeous backdrop. We don't even care. We're having fun. Uh, <laughs> so, what is the relationship for the three of you guys? I mean, I kind of already said what it was, but like, what what is it like? What are we laughing at? I don't know. No. Relationship? It's like you mean dating when you're like, <laughs> no, like, yeah, you're married. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. What's the dynamic? How are we supposed to answer that? What's the dynamic? What? Like, do you guys hang out outside of work? Oh, never. Are you, I mean, you guys are all we, we work all work. the We work all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Canon literally works until like 8 in the morning. So, yeah. I mean, what Today. Is, True. Yeah, to the, Today, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, time, what time do you wake up? Like uh, 11.30 or 12. It's not enough time. That's, what are you talking I'm about? I'm in like a design sprint right now. I've done that for the past like three days in a row. Because like, we're like pumping out a new robot. And like, when I get like going on a new robot i cannot sleep until i'm done and like it's true Uh, the thing is like when he gets when you get a lot of sleep like you were not happy (laughs) this right here is like the happiest yeah yeah yeah. yeah. well dude i wish i could do that but like there's times where i literally like like, last night i was so excited for this i woke up like four times i got up at like 5 30 or 6 and i just like went to the gym i "I don't care and but like I had to take a nap afterwards because I know I have to interact with people and I don't know how you're doing it right now, but like I cannot hop on Zoom calls if I'm tired. I'm just like exhausted. I'm like, oh, okay. Like if you don't show up, please just don't show up. I just, like, so I don't know how you do this on three hours of sleep, man. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah I mean, this machine. is like, I don't even know. I don't know if this counts as like talking to people. <laughs> this is like, I, mean, it, it, <laughs> I, I talk to them like 24 <laughs> seven. So, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. So that's true. Yeah. I'll go ahead and answer the relationship one. Yeah. I think I've got some interesting oh, takes. Um, so like the relationship usually goes, I'm going to walk through a day, okay. right? Uh, Garrett calls <laughs> one of us okay. and he's like, okay, hear me out. And he exactly he, like that. That's he, how he, he says it. Hear me out. Literally does that. He throws in a metaphor, usually a sports one, but he's trying some new things. He, he had a baking one today. Uh, so so Garrett calls and um, pitches this like crazy way to take something that usually we think as like there was just a way to do it. Yeah. Garrett's like the way his brain works is he just like can't just say oh that's just the way you do it. He's like how do we take this and like make it better, right? Yeah. yeah for example, yeah. we now have a podcast studio in our office. <laughs> Because that is a way for us to like in the last do several hours. different things, yeah. and like, and like, um, it's really fun to have Garrett on the team because he's just this person who's constantly looking at what we're doing and saying like, "What's the crazy thing?" Most of them don't pan out, mm-hmm. but the ones that do yeah, yeah, yeah. are great, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was so kind. And, and, no, 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 it's, true. it's true. And like, I, this isn't a very nice thing you're saying. <laughs> like, it, it, like I do get that it gets annoying. Um, and I think it's like, you know, I, I think the nice thing about being the coach is you can try some experimental stuff, yeah. you know, um, which is good. Like you need to be experimental. Um, but it, it is like, I do think that sometimes it gets pretty frustrating when it's like, oh my gosh, we are just trying to get this thing done. And like, yeah. we don't need to rethink how to do something right now. We just need to get it done. Well, that's, that was building the wall. We were just like, we, so we, basically <laughs> we had, we had two hours to build at that at this point. Cause we had to go, um, we, we put this stuff up here. I do get a nail gun, all this other stuff. And then I have two hours and then I knew it was going to get done somehow. But like Garrett's downstairs, like just chatting up, telling a joke. And he's like helping someone. He's like all these things. And then I'm like, how is this going to get done in like two hours? And like 30 minutes go by. And I was like, hey, Garrett, we got like an hour and a half. Like what's going on? And then this fucking wall's up here. <laughs> Before with time crunch it. So I was sitting there. I was like, I'm like, I know he's like doing his thing. But like, how is this going to happen? And then literally like he just, and it's, just it's done. So it's like, it, 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 
Well, in fairness, Drew had an nail gun and was crushing. Of course, of course. It. <laughs> we, know, we, know, we, know, we know this. Yeah. We know, we know Some, this. Somebody has to. But <laughs> what, what's funny about your... So I think you and I have the exact same like idea like series in our head, but like I don't have co-founders to tell them to. So I have three days to think them through myself and be like, maybe that won't make sense. Hmm. Whereas you just go like, eh. <laughs> like, what do you think about this? Yeah. So, and then they can go like yes or no right away. Um, with it's, brutal honesty. <laughs> it only works with brutal honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like... We, that that's what makes it great. And I think like Time that out. is what's great about. Uh, I was all good. Like, I'm the only one talking. That's uh, <laughs> Classic CEO energy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the Aaron McCurry like, podcast because like I feel comfortable telling you guys like oh let's try this because I know if it's either not productive or like not helpful or a bad idea y'all will just like be brutally honest and then if I have high conviction. Y'all are going to be behind me 100% anyway. So that's what Drew always says. Drew will be like, I don't think that's a good idea, but if you want to do it, I will back you up 100%. And that is like the best thing about our relationships, uh, which I feel like we do 90% of the time we do really well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As long as we're all like pre-rested, is that like brutal honesty and also like, I'm going to back you up no matter like if you're high conviction. And I think that's something that we've all been learning lately is like when someone's high conviction, you should probably go with it. Everyone's like pretty smart. And if someone's going to push through someone saying that's a bad idea, it's probably, it's usually the right idea. Boom. I have this like internal metric of give a shit. Yeah. And like the, the decision defaults to the person who has the most give a shit. And yeah. if it's like pretty close together, it's the same, but like, I, I think it's like a thing in life, right? It's like the reason why we're all like working so hard towards this thing is like our level of give a shit is just so high. It is not about the money. It is not about any kind of credibility or like yeah. whatever. It is like, we just truly care about doing this. And like yeah. that manifests itself down in like all these little ways in like our day-to-day operations. It really is cool. I mean, it's, and it's, I'm so proud to be y'all's friends. And I love that. I love that. Like we have the studio now um, <laughs> that we can like, kind of like, I mean, I won't be here every day, but like that we can like share this, like what this little thing, because I've wanted to work with you guys somehow, some way for the last like several years now. And now it's like we're doing a thing together. So it's like so cool that to see you guys every day, like just like oh, like like Cannon's downstairs designing something, and Garrett's like carrying what somewhere, and Drew's like Garrett, put that down. It's like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> that, that's usually how it goes. It's yeah. like yeah. to be a part of that is such a cool like, experience. Like, to, like see, and I and I obviously everyone loves you guys in our community, and then. You guys have naysayers too. Very well, well the is that you were excited to no. work with us on something? You've been wanting to do this for a few years. We're excited to work with you on something. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. Yeah, this is um, this is awesome. Yeah, this is gonna be cool, guys. Um, okay, so you tell the world these guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, I think it is the brutal honesty. Um, like I know I can throw something at them, and they're just gonna be honest about how they feel about it. That's yeah. huge. That's such a huge unlock for someone who's really like I, I, I like to be creative. And, like, if, if people aren't pushing back against stuff, then I feel like I can't take as many shots, mm-hmm. right? I have to be like, okay, well, I need to be the one who's focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do appreciate that, like, you guys are really good about, like, being really honest and also really honest with feedback. Like, Drew today, you're like, hey, we're going to build a fake wall. Uh, we got a lot to do. Is that the best use of your time? <laughs> I did Which say is that. true. I did say that. Um, you didn't know how quick it was going to be. But <laughs> quoted at 30 minutes took about an hour. Eh, well, this is it, 40, I would say 45. 45. We'll, we'll Minus all the prep time. Yeah, I'd say hour all in. And the um, trip to the store. True, but faster. Than, yeah, faster but than but, I, but faster I appreciate than I that someone was like, hey, we should not build a wall. I don't know what building a wall means, but that is not a good use of time. Um, but the things I like working with uh, Drew 
is um, Drew is a sustainer, uh, and he's really good at juggling a lot of balls. I am mm-hmm. not. I'm good at taking one ball and throwing it as high as I can. I'm going to throw it really high. And then you got like four other balls while you're like waltzing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and so like anytime that like we, we make a big leap, I know I can make a big leap, and then Drew is going to raise us up to that level mm-hmm. and make sure that we stay there. Mm-hmm. And Cannon, do a big, anyone who does a big leap, we're going to make sure that like that is there. And it's like tough in a startup because usually there's a bunch of founder types and it's like you do a big leap and then you go back down. You're like, okay, why is no one like paying attention to our finances or like paying the taxes or now I've got to pay the taxes. I'm like, it would take me like a week to pay the taxes. Um, and I don't know how long it takes Drew to pay the taxes because he never mentions it and he just, it's done. Nice. nice. Um, and he does that across everything. I really, I really like that. Oh, thanks, man. Um, and you're also good at like, yeah, ask, asking that question and then uh, if you disagree with something, uh, and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna back you up on that anyways," and then if he was right, uh, you don't say, "I told you so," or even bring it back up. I, I really appreciate that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, you have never brought it back up when you've been right, uh, except for one time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, um, I mean, it might have happened today, but you ended up being right because the wall looked really cool when you built it. So appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> if you, yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah. give them opportunities to so be good. wrong, this is what we did yeah, in the garage. This is uh, it's the same wood, so I knew that it was true. like super quick yeah, to yeah, yeah. put together. Um, what I like working about at Canon is like I've never met someone who will work as hard on harder than me at something, and that like ever. Yeah. Um, like Canon, like legitimately inspires me. Oh. Like you, oh. you inspire. I've never met someone who inspires me to work harder than you do. Um, and you think so clearly, and you communicate so well. Um, I just, I really appreciate that. I mean, we've all woken up to 10, 15 minute loom videos, uh, <laughs> multiple times. Um, <laughs> even, the wall, even the walls are crying. <laughs> Uh, but you're an inventor and you focus more than any other creative I've ever met to the point that you are frustrated when we're doing anything else. Like, <laughs> emotionally frustrated. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, and like the, the, the way I like to describe it is like why I think we work so well is like, so one, both Garrett and Andrew are engineers. All, all three mm-hmm. of us are engineers, mechanical. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, one, there's a kind of a, a common like playing ground in the tech. But, you, guys, like, you guys would speak to each other. Like, yeah. Like, like, like if I was on the team, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> sure. I don't know. Wait, yeah, yeah. Wait, bro. <laughs> well, and it's nice too though because we each have independent like strengths. So like Garrett is a builder who can sell. Mm-hmm. Or actually, he's a seller who can build. It's probably mm-hmm. a better way to put it. Like he is able to Lately, sell. He's able to sell like the, the vision, the idea. I mean, Not think like about a couple it. years ago. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like it, like he took this thing that is like objectively kind of a crazy concept until mm-hmm. you started to put the nuts to bolts, and like he did that. And he sold this, and he's like sure. like the best at selling it. But he also understands building well enough to be great to work with. Yeah. Uh, Drew is a great operator and a great builder. So he mm-hmm. can understand. He helps on the engineering. He does all of our, like, PCBs and stuff. Like, he just does it on the site but also operates. And, mm-hmm. like, I like to think of myself as a builder who can also sell. And yeah. in my last startup, I did a lot of sales. And that really changed the way I design things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever made a, a significant change to the robot without it being led by, like, some kind of business yeah. decision. Well, especially because you can yeah. you can think of it as in, like, okay, a person is going to want to have to pay for this or like a company or a city versus like, I'm just going to make it kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's also like the tough thing about pipe dream is it's the constraints. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to build an <laughs> underground system uh, from an engineering standpoint, we'd have the coolest. Oh, it'd be done. It'd, it'd be completely done. Um, it'd be sick. And there's other companies who have done that. The tough thing is like you, you make some sacrifices. It's kind of like um, when you look at the iPhone and you're like, there's giant circuit boards everywhere. And it's like the first version of the iPhone mm-hmm. and it runs and there's like, but it's like, 
circuit board here, circuit board here, circuit board here, circuit board here, plugged into an LCD display with like all this stuff everywhere. That's not the hard part. Mm -hmm. Like the hard part isn't making it work. It's miniaturizing it into a little package that you can also produce mm -hmm. for like 300 bucks. Yeah. And that's the tough thing about pipe dream. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting too, because what makes my job hard is not ever designing a robot. I could like, we can turn out a new robot in a week and a half, two weeks of like from like idea yeah. to like a prototype, and then maybe like another two weeks of building and testing. Right. Yeah. The hard thing is to balance all of the parameters in the system and the way they interlock. And like to explain like a little bit more detailed, if you change the number of uh, packages you want to drop off in mm -hmm. an hour uh, at an input station at a node, um, it changes like a good third of the system. And that's actually what I'm going through right now. And that's why I've been awake for the past few days designing is because like we were doing more math on the business side about like how many things, like how many packages will go through a single node mm -hmm. in this kind of first network. And we realized that like we were over optimizing. We had designed a system that had too high of throughput and we could scale that back mm -hmm. and make some better decisions elsewhere. And it's crazy how you just change one tiny like jingle block mm -hmm. and the rest of the tower just becomes this new thing. That's so cool. It's insane, but it's like that's what makes it take so long. Oh, it's maddeningly <laughs> frustrating. It's super because like I we we are all big. Like yeah. if you have an idea for a SaaS business, that that SaaS business should be shipped mm -hmm. like probably the next morning. Yeah, and if it's not shipped <laughs> by the next morning week. within a week, you I'm shot too high on your features. Like mm -hmm. it should be simple, and so yeah. it's like not being able to get something in the customer's hands in like two days mm -hmm. is really frustrating. Also, it's like the biggest challenge of our, my life. I don't know about y'all. Um, just having to wait like years and years to like get like from idea to like hope not years and years. Well, I think well, I'm, saying, I'm, saying it's already, I'm, saying, I'm saying it's already been years though, since you saw yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, saying. No, I'm right. not saying like ten more years. I'm yeah, saying like it's already right. been years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the frustrating part too is like the stuff that we can control is the technology, and that's like unfortunately the easy side of the business. Totally. No, not at all to downplay it. It's not no, easy. it's the easy, but it's the easier hard. side of the it's business totally. for sure. It's figuring out. How to get cities to say yes? Mm -hmm. Where are you going to put the portals? You know what's going to be around that? Who's going to pay for it? How does it scale? How does yeah. it? How do people interface? Yeah. Which with is it? like every yeah. time you make a sacrifice on how it scales, that sacrifice is it know, hurts something else. Goes into the yeah. technology and yeah, it, it's all it, it's because it's a protocol, which is like great. And once we get the protocol right, it's going to be sick. Yeah, <laughs> um, but we got to get it right because if we get it wrong, yeah, someone else is just going to you know fork the protocol and and crush it they're going to find the weak point and we're not going to be able to what a great transition garrett my next question is how cool is it that you guys have such a difficult thing to build that maybe you will have competitors but like it's you're not going to have a lot of competitors like you're not going to have like 50 yeah, we... people that are like we're also going to do this shit it's like okay have fun like it took you a long time <laughs> to get here so where, where are you guys at with the competitive landscape and like how does that work with you guys i'm not holding back <laughs> so we have competitors yeah like we off can i uh name magway and just talk about like the different philosophies name them all right cool yeah, all right i'm on all right Dude, so i mean they won't <laughs> oh <laughs> all right so so our biggest like kind of uh established competitor is probably magway uh magway is a company in the uk that's in a meter-sized tunnel that they're building custom and I like to think of Magway as like the inverse engineering approach that we've taken. Uh, basically, what they've done instead of like, so we use standard utility pipes. We make the course, tech. We make yeah. like our lives harder to make a robot that works in that. Yeah. So their approach. And, and the reason, just to clarify, the reason we want to make our lives harder is you want to. Uh, the goal is to reduce your cargo size to pipe diameter ratio so that it scales. Like the yeah. limiter to scale is how expensive it is to put in the pipe. Like you're you're taking more time yeah. and effort now so that in the future you're not like oh shit. 
We should have done that. Yeah, you can scale faster tunnels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and so so they have a larger tunnel. Um, and but the, like another really big difference is they have this like linear motor that runs through the track. So they basically take all of the complexity. So there's no motor on the robot. The mm-hmm. robot just is really passive. Yeah, uh, it's all in the track, and so it's like. We take this approach of like take all complexity out of the infrastructure and put it into the robot and these kind of components that we can iterate. Mm-hmm. And they take the opposite approach of like put it exclusively into the infrastructure. Yeah. And it's really like the way I think an engineer would go about it. Mm. And I it would be a lot more fun. <laughs> and and yeah. they crush it. It's, it's, it looks it's way cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I, I have no doubt that that system will yeah. work, but like I have no doubt too that we will be at deliveries faster because mm-hmm. we are like obsessive about how do we have a delivery. I have I have like decided not to cut my hair until we do a delivery, and like that's so <laughs> stupid, right? But it's like like literally we wake up thinking about how yeah. do we get to that first delivery, how yeah. do we get to that first paying customer, yeah. and it changes the way we design every single part of our system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like we're not here to just like have fun engineering. Like we're here to build a, a product. We're here to yeah. build a machine that like fucking delivers things. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like it's not about the tech for us and. Um, I think it gives us a really strong competitive edge when it mm-hmm. comes to this underground landscape. You're just so. obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I'd also say like the other side. Oh, you no, got right. it. Go All ahead. good. Uh, so we have like other underground competitors, mm-hmm. um, but we also have like other modalities. Mm-hmm. And I think like the the future of hyperlogistics or like autonomous delivery, whatever you want to call it, yeah. um, no one's going to doubt that it, it's going to be inherently multimodal. Right, mm-hmm. like there's going to be drones in places, sidewalk robots in places, underground in places, mm-hmm. self-driving cars in places, trains in places. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not going to be just underground. Yeah, just it, like it, the rest it, of logistics yeah. is. Like yeah. some stuff comes on a train, some comes on a truck. Uh, a lot of it comes on um, airplanes. Airplanes. <laughs> oh, we we stopped recording. Oh, we got to stop recording. So, uh, but like our thing is like, how do we build a system that eats as much of the pie as possible? Because mm-hmm. um, I don't want to get. We don't want to get stuck with. Uh, like the entire world's delivery. <laughs> like, or, wait, no. We don't want to get stuck with a, a small piece of pie. We don't yeah. want to be a niche oh, totally. solution. We can, would... can we restart that? Because I, I spaced I, for a second. Can you go back? I yeah, I've remember. got a bounce too. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, see I'll you see you guys later. Thanks for being Cannon here. has to leave. See you guys. <laughs> Bye, Cannon. Cannon has one hobby, and it's it's hockey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got <laughs> hockey. So <laughs> Cannon scored four goals the other night. Uh, Cannon yeah. has the most goals in his league. Yeah, leading support. There's leading only support. two games. And he just counts. started playing hockey this year. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky of robots. Dude. <laughs> Need some more hockey analogies up in here. Nice, yeah. nice. Man, right, we're back. Uh, so, Ken had to step away, but really quick, I, Garrett, I want you to touch on um, your side projects that you've done. You have several. We'll try to keep it short, but um, we'll, start, we'll start with one of them. What was the, the like, the, it's like a little database. It's like an old school computer screen. What was that one again? The, it was like a da- was that Dow, a Dow Jones. Dow oh, Dow Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Yeah. That was, like you built that, that, that blew up really quickly too. What was that? Yeah. And then I, I had my kid like a few days later. So Ooh, yeah, I yeah. had to kind of like put on the back burner. Um, yeah, that was just a, just, it was a Saturday. I wasn't doing anything. Um, and like Dow discovery, I, I, I do think, I think Dow's have kind of got, they kind of got swept up in the NFT crypto wave. They did. Yeah. Um, and, and they just got so what's what's a good word for it they got everyone called something a DAO and what they really meant was a group chat and (laughs) DAOs have the opportunity um to really I mean they're basically just protocols right they're 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 they're, you know uh in the same way that like Uber is almost a protocol Mm -hmm. you know I can sign up I, I get approved um and I can start taking rides. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like permission, it's nearly permissionless. It's not mm-hmm. quite. 
sure. um, but it's pretty permissionless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can do that for a lot of stuff. Um, you know, this, uh, the idea of permissionless work mm-hmm. is, is going to, when people figure out how to do it, it's going to be, uh, transformative. Mm-hmm. People will be able to be like, okay, what skills do I have? How do I go into companies and do those skills for them without having to ask someone to do it? And mm-hmm. then, um, I don't believe a lot of that's going to be on the blockchain. There's really mm-hmm. no reason for it to be on the blockchain. Yeah. We operate protocols perfectly fine. Uh, most of the internet run, runs on protocols mm-hmm. and, you know, there's, there's some people managing them and everything works well. And like a lot of the problems aren't blockchain related. A lot of the problems with DAOs are, you know, how do you set up the game so that everyone's incentivized to do the right thing? How do you uh, drive, you know, uh, if I make a logo for something, this is, I don't think anyone would use a DAO for this, but like I make art for someone. Uh, there was a bounty for that art. How do I know in like an easy, easy way that like, if I make art that is sufficiently good, I'm gonna get paid for it. Right. That's tough. It's those type problems that need to be solved right now. Um, and like the blockchain is like, a you know, four or five, six, uh, you know, level four or five, you know what I'm saying? Like level four, level five, level six type problem where it's like, oh, now that we have all these rules set up and everything's working and everything's permissionless, let's make it decentralized. Sure. Like, I think that's nice. Like yeah. let's tokenize it, but it needs to be working first. Like yeah, it is so, it's so far, far away, away from that. Yeah, but so the cool. idea of Dow Jones is like, okay, let's find a way to rate DAOs on their, uh, you know, how they're doing in that or how permissionless is it? Let's uh, centralize the bounty so that if I'm, and really it was the, the idea was even, it's even far away from removing the like, centralizing bounties. It is, a frontier right now mm-hmm. and people are definitely interested and the idea is like right now this is the time where we need a product hunt where it's mm-hmm. just like oh i'm gonna be i like writing you know scripts or i like music mm-hmm. and i'm just gonna i, I just want to watch and see how some of this stuff develops yeah and there's no way to like catch what's new um and say i want to watch this thing as it develops and that was Dow jones before was um you know i'm an engineer mm-hmm. i can do cad uh is there any like DAOs that that are for CAD design. If there is, I kind of want to watch it. I want to see how it develops, and I, I don't really want to do it now. But when when I am ready to do it, when it is mature enough that I can hop in and, mm-hmm. and use my skills to get sufficient amount of value back, I want to be ready. Uh, and that was Dow Jones. Very cool. Um, Dow Jones uh, ended up being a lot more editorial, and so our rule for and we can talk about pipe drops, mm-hmm. um, but our rule for labs is um, if we're going to drop something, we need to be able to automate. 95% of the work in two weeks. This is through Pipe Dream? This is through like, or is it through you? Yeah, personally? I'll, I'll, we'll talk about like, like it's not for me personally. It's yeah. like everything's through Pipe Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to either automate it uh, in, in two weeks, and if not, then you need to get it out or shut it down. Gotcha. And so I, I gave it to a founder who I don't think is ready to like talk about owning it, but we, we yeah. just gave it um, to her, and I, I think she's going to do a really great job. Um, yeah. She kind of did it naturally, and you know, the product's built. The software's built. Someone just needs to run editorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which we do not have the bandwidth to do. Yeah, no, you're doing too, too much shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of bandwidth, so we have our other thing. And uh, um, sorry to discount Drew over there. He's, hi, Drew. Over there. So, uh, we'll, do, so. we'll do one more Garrett thing, and then we'll get back to the group. But you also have Factal, which <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan of. And I, I'm pumped to say that – prompt. I'm pumped to say that I was part of – Contributed some of the questions and being a part of the original like little, like South by group. Okay, so uh, directly to camera, um, Corey, the, the huge understatement. Uh, Corey noticed that the questions were getting worse, so Corey sent me <laughs> they, they were. a list of like twenty questions that he had come up with himself. 
unprompted, uh, and that's just Corey. Corby yeah. is such a good operator that if you are not operating well at your thing, he's going to operate <laughs> for you, and he has the operational bandwidth to do it. It's crazy. Unfortunately. Uh, Corey is one of the best operators I've ever met. Appreciate it. Um, Drew's one of it. Uh, uh, Corey is the other, but, but like you, what you do, you do so well. It's I pre- insane. I appreciate it. But yeah. Factal um, is... It's such a cool thing, and it came at such a good time, and now it's making enough money that it's paying the rent for this entire uh, pipe yeah, house. Yeah, it's like double. It's paying double the rent for this pipe house. So you told me a thing where you don't like to pay company funding towards like a physical asset that like you or you have a long-term liability on. Yeah. Um, so you're literally – you are actually paying your rent with factual revenue, which is crazy to me. More or less, I mean, it's not directly, but like, yeah, the, the deficit between yeah. the office because we, we were working out of my garage, which was yeah. free, yeah, ish, 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 ish. Everyone has a free, it garage. cost Drew a pretty long room, uh, <laughs> you, and it cost me uh, a good amount of electricity, uh, running all the power tools, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but it was free, and then like, you know, we needed an office, we were, we were slowed down by the lack of an yeah. office, so we definitely needed an office, yep. yeah. Um, but the nice thing is like, yeah, the, the factual revenue, um, but the, this wasn't the goal. Like, uh, if I can talk about labs, so we have pipe dream, yeah. um, which pipe dream's goal is to make 32nd delivery times possible this decade. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Full focus. Um, labs is, is another part. Uh, and, and labs has like a few reasons that we decided to do labs. One is, um, we bring in a lot of founder types. Yeah, so many cool people are in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it, it, Canon was a founder. Justin ex found, exited for a billion dollars to Uber. Wait, um, wait, what? Was that <laughs> like literally or like? Yeah, it was. I think it was like one point two. But was it his? Yeah, it was Canon. Really. Wait, was <laughs> it, was it his company mm-hmm. or? Yeah, Drizzly. Just, just Justin, our Justin, yeah, he founded Drizzly, co-founded Drizzly, and they exited for one point two billion. Was he like the yeah. so, like the sole founder or anything like there? Like he's a co-founder. I don't know. Yeah, he's a co-founder. So, so he doesn't. But he need, was. He. I mean, he is. Like, so he doesn't need to as work. As far as I care, basically. Like. Uh no. <laughs> I was like, that's a that's a huge value. Oh, we are so blessed. I mean, it's yeah. like yeah, Justin's amazing. Yeah, he's here because he wants to be. I was gonna say. I was like, he. He actually he, had a, another could, great startup that, like. He was Justin have, here he earlier? That's the guy working yeah. next to, um, to Canon today, walking around? Is that Justin? Oh, no, that's no, no, Thomas. no, no. Justin uh, Thomas. works out of Boston. Oh, God. oh gotcha. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I was like, the guy I just walked around was 1.2 billion. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, can you pick that up for me? <laughs> it's like 1.2 billion exit. I'm like, okay, that's crazy. Wow, okay. Good to know. Sorry, keep going. I yeah, just, yeah. But then, then you Matt just, was you just co-founded Voyage with Soldier Cruz. You know, Thomas hasn't found anything yet, but is like total founding. Thomas is insane. One of the most talented people so I've ever worked amazing. with. Great guy, great guy too. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Um, so everyone here is like a founder type and it's like, we're working on something really hard with like really long ship times. And as a founder, that's sucks. Yeah. And so like why, if it costs us so little bandwidth mm. to um, ship other stuff, why wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, we're just wasting uh, talent if yeah. we're not. And so the idea is, okay, so, labs you, you need to um everything you drop needs to have significant value mm-hmm. um it needs to be able to be built within a, a weekend or a night yep. so go from not existing to existing either in a night or a weekend mm-hmm. and then uh continuous um maintenance on it okay uh you need to have it completely outside of our core bandwidth mm-hmm. in two weeks or you need to shut it down or give it away I love that. Uh, but it's just like it gives us like a low and then like we haven't had the extra bandwidth to do that a lot yeah yeah I mean, really, you know, 
Oh, we do. We have some really, we have some really solid ideas. We, I, I wanted to say we don't have the idea. We really do. We have some killer ones. Yeah. Um, that in some, like, we have like four software products that like one button would just boop and it's launched. <laughs> And it's like ready to go, and they're sick. We just don't have the bandwidth to like to do that too. Once week. they're yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, we, we exactly. will, we will. We're super yeah. close. Yeah. Um, but uh, the idea with the labs is like, yeah, it's like we can generate. Um, uh, you know, one is just like getting get shipping something as a founder is just it's so beautiful, and software is so great, and just like yeah, that makes you feel so much better. Um, and then that's where I got with Factol, uh, is I just had to ship something. Yeah, and so um, it's also like. The core thing about business is you want to like execute on your mission and not run out of money. Mm-hmm. And not having money coming in, mm-hmm. it just like for me, it, 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 I, I hate it. I, it, I don't it, like it a business that doesn't make day. money. It bothered him every day. Um, yeah. I hate it. It's it's the worst. That's not how businesses. I mean, they're fine. And it's like jumping out of a plane and people being like, "Where's your parachute?" And you're like, "I don't know if I want." <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't even have one to build. You can't even. You're just like, yeah, well, we, I hope we I were want talking one. to some people that had parachutes. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a little bit. Um, yeah. And so uh, with Factal, what happened is me and Drew had our board meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just me and Drew at the board meeting. It was just like two board members. So there's a pretty... Yeah. We agreed on most of it. Uh, we agreed on all of it. It we took, five, it all took it. five minutes. It was five-minute board meeting. So we had some extra time and we we're just hanging out. I was like, okay, let's. Uh, what's the biggest arbitrage opportunity right now? And it was right when Wordle came out. I was like, I like, we feel like Wordle is more of a shift in game culture than it is like... A new game, yeah. Like it, we we have been so inundated with game ads on mobile phones that treated us like idiots, and that we're just trying to engagement farm and get us like watching as many as possible. That we we were lost without like a good game that Mm -hmm. like treated us like uh, intellectuals was brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and had like a nice social component that wasn't like oh log in sign up and mm-hmm. you're trapped in, in like our our social ecosystem yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, just growth hacked to death yeah. um, and so Wordle was like this nice uh, like it, it was a new type of game format that people really resonated yeah. with so we said okay what is like Wordle but better mm-hmm. like what are the things we could do off Wordle I think we had my I think my favorite that we came up with was like we were asking, like, okay, what Wordle but for blank. There were some really dumb ones. <laughs> there was a Wordle but for illness, where you uh, it gave you an illness, you had to guess the symptoms, and it was called... Sickle. Sickle. Oh, sickle was great. That's pretty good, yeah. actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had... had like, the little, like, logo. Exactly, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had Coming a to Wordle this but weekend. for ingredients. <laughs> it was, like, all that's, like, very, very similar, but it wasn't, yeah. like, that bonus factor. It was just, yeah. like... A different category but with trivia we're like oh trivia adds another element because mm-hmm. you're not only you're learning a new thing every day it's not i'm learning in yeah. like words it's words every single day and you're just mm-hmm. learning the same thing but with trivia you have a different category you're learning something new every day mm-hmm. um and you have a reason to share with friends because like if you lose you're learning something yeah, right yeah, yeah um and so we had the idea we kind of broke down like what it was and then that night uh it was the first season of marvelous mrs Maisel, or the first two episodes <laughs> So I had two episodes to burn. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to build it while I watch the first two episodes of Marvelous Mrs. Mabel. Uh, we built it. Um, Wait, say that again. What was Marvelous the show? Marvelous Mrs. Mabel. Yeah, have you all seen Marvelous Mrs. I'm Mabel? Not say it again. It's fantastic. Say know. the name of the show. I can't. It's Marvelous Mrs. Mabel. <laughs> it's a lot of M's. It's actually the password for everything in Pipe Dream. <laughs> <laughs> Great show. Um, and so I just like, it was like two hours. And so we, I, I built the first version. Um and then uh, the next day, Canon helped me with some uh, 
improvements. Drew play tested it, sent it to some friends, got some feedback, and like a week later, uh, did I get it? I don't know if I got it that early. Yeah, I'm a little upset. You, yeah, you, you, you were probably no, you're part of, you're you're part of that first there. week play test because then I launched it on TikTok. And uh, cameras died again. We're back. Uh, <laughs> so how, how much is Factual doing a month right now? Right now, uh, in June, it did 22k. That's insane. That's yeah. just, is that after you paid people or before? That's before. That's so, gross. so what we did um, was the idea is like you got to automate it, right? So mm-hmm. we have two partners. One is a really great um, data company called mm-hmm. Open Access, mm-hmm. which um, they solve the problem of like where do you get good clean data from, and that's the hardest part about Factual is like trying to get that data. It's so hard because you're like so hard. Like, is it top five movies? People are like okay, well. Even I would be like, is, is, it really it, is that part? really the people top People argue about this and you can't data do like, all the time. Yeah, and you can't do like favorite colors. So like, it's all, I'll get, it's all like, like I would get like borderline death threats and I'd be right. <laughs> like it was true. like the right data and it was like people were furious. Well, and also when you just Google it, it's hard because it, like, it'll pop up and I'm like, is that and really? Like, the first results are just flat They're wrong. always wrong. They're yeah. wrong. So, so open yeah. access, we've stopped going to Google and we just go straight to open access and we say, here's the data and here's the source. Mm-hmm. Like this is the source we got from and it's like a great source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do a great job with that. So we, we, we pay them um, a percentage and then we also pay um, uh, this ads guy who tried to buy Factual, but uh, we, gave, we, we told him just like, okay, here's a percentage and you juice as much as you can out of the ads as possible without like killing, um, like we had this, like we have this playership rate, like if the ads get too big, it kills playership. Mm-hmm. Um, and just go crazy. Yeah. And he went crazy. And like the ads do really well. I was really surprised. I wasn't expecting the ads to do so well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, um, I haven't thought about it in like a couple weeks and it just runs and that's crazy. It's sick. It, 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 yeah. it is really dope. So, I mean, like going forward, now that we have a little more bandwidth, we'll, we'll drop, you know, labs two, three, four, mm-hmm. um, and they'll follow the same model. And then some will just be for fun. Some of them are just cool. And they're not going to generate revenue, yeah. but we like them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so so back to I mean we can talk about this for days we have there's so many cool like projects y'all are doing and working on but back to Pipestream to kind of like close out the conversation a little bit so where are you guys gonna be in the next three months and then we'll do the next year and then we'll do five years so we'll start with three months okay three months we will have pipes in the ground somewhere Let's get back a little we we will have pipes in the ground somewhere okay. and we will be getting ready to make actual deliveries for actual customers that's so cool and th- so customers is it like you're gonna have like a four block radius of people getting packages into their house or is it gonna be like an earlier stage like like what does it look like that needs to be decided okay very cool we, we that, have an option that um we could execute and would be done in like a few weeks yeah maybe like six weeks depending on supply chain the supply chain and scheduling works we, we could be done in two weeks Sure. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. We, we, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we get it done in two weeks. Figure it out. So we could do that in a city. We have the permits. Um. We have everything to do that. And in the, the the right now we're like, okay, is there a better pilot to do? Um. That's that's what we're focusing on right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the hard really, part. Really cool to show by. What'd you say? <laughs> um. We were just making sure we we're doing the right pilot. Yeah. Um. Right the, the hard part for us is like we don't get a lot of shots at this. We can't A B test this really. Like mm-hmm. maybe one time, truly an A and a B. You can't just keep and there and there will not be a C yeah, if yeah, B goes yeah, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very expensive project. It's worth it. Like the the return on investment is it's absolutely insane. It's like mm-hmm. five years conservatively if we get it in the right market. Yeah. We get the technology right. We have the right partners, but. 
like making sure that happens is, is so critical and like mm-hmm. the success yeah. of pipe dream and that's us saying it like uh, so we're big like yeah. sh- just ship it and find out like if this is software we oh would have been shipped shipped would've day been shipped. a day later yeah. uh, at most yeah, um that's true it's just like yeah this this is just a, a lot more intensive which is fun but, but it also yeah. sucks yeah i think i think that's kind of the fun part though like that's what i really enjoy is like not everybody can do this like mm-hmm. like not everybody can do software, but a lot of people can do software. It's more accessible. It's easier mm-hmm. to do. There's a lot more ways to gather data. There's ways to market it. Like you can go directly to consumers now with hardware, with infrastructure, with providing a physical service. That's just so challenging lot, to do. You know, there's something about the competitors. It's like it's not easy for someone to compete with you. Like it's not. It, it takes a while yeah. to get to that point. Um, and kind of, kind of with that, it's like when you guys are out here raising money and like doing your presentation, like what is the, what is the kind of like the vibe that you bring into investor meetings? Like we're going to be this trillion dollar company or we're going to change logistics or both those. Like, what are you guys like preaching basically when you're doing these pitches? It's, you know, our, our, there, there's like two things. One is like, this is our vision, what we call hyper logistics. It's Mm -hmm. like this next era of logistics. Mm -hmm. I think, that is what we hold true, and it is it is true. That's yeah. going to exist. It, it'll happen whether or not we do it. Yeah. If we die tomorrow, it's going to happen. We can't. It might stop. not happen ten years from now. Right. Yeah. We're but trying it'll to happen fifty years from now, as fast as possible. And, and that's the thing that is a hundred percent true. And I total believe. I have huge, so much conviction in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know that to be true. We have done all the diligence to know, and so that's what we're going for. It's like there's a giant pot of gold there. There's so much like environmental good, like. Hyperlogistics is going to change commerce for the better in every single way. Mm-hmm. Um, if what what side, what piece of underground is that? I don't know. What piece of that is ours? I don't know. We're, mm-hmm. But the goal is like we're going to stay intellectually honest and go after hyperlogistics and make it happen as fast as possible. And if that means that we have to invalidate every single thing we've ever done and, and change on it on a dime and, and do something that is going to work, we're going to do it. Yeah. I, I am fine to stand in the stand in the town square and look like a fool if it means a month down the road, we're going to be in the correct position. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's what I tell people is like, it, like this, we are going after a once in a lifetime opportunity. We're going to give it the best shot we have. And we're going to stay intellectually honest and go at you, you stay obsessive about that and, and give us the best chance to be in a position to capitalize on that market. Um, that's why I tell people I'm like, we, we have all the plans for a year. We have all the plans for six months. We know exactly what we're going to do. We're going to try to do, but at the end of the day, um, we're going to give us the best shot to be in the position to capture that market. And if that means, yeah. you know, uh, we actually technically could run a drone company better. <laughs> yeah. With Drew's expertise, like we've yeah. done a drone project before. Yeah. Well, I have a drone. I have a drone interview lined up in a few months, and I have Drew on the podcast so that he can ask all the questions. <laughs> so yeah, Drew sick. has a master's degree in. Wait, what's it called? Isn't it in drones? Yeah, yeah, it, what actually, it, it actually is. It's uh, it's called a, a, a <laughs> unmanned autonomous systems, but like, yeah, it's it's the fancy word for drones. Yeah, we had a, we had a great like drone technology we built. Yeah, um, it was sick. Uh, and it, we we may and be back there. People, We're gonna do the yeah. thing that makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think the interesting part about Pipe Dream for me is like this company is focused on building an idea and like the way we do that can change or it can be a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be just one thing. Uh, right now we're focused on underground cause I truly believe 
that's the best way we're going to get to hyper logistics this decade mm-hmm. and the best way that we're going to do it in a way that makes it good for cities and good for consumers and good for businesses. But if we find a better way to do that, if we figure out how to teleport things, we'll definitely do that instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, we, we care about solving this problem and all of the things that this can unlock for the world, really. Yeah. yeah. The, the commitment we made is that we're in our 20s. We have one shot to take a big swing at a new market. Mm. It was 2020. And we said by 2030, we're going to give it everything until 2030 Yeah. Uh, to go after this one thing. Yeah. This new market that we think in 2030 is going to be huge. This is our shot. Mm-hmm. And like I stay committed to that. I will be here whether we have money or not. Uh, well, we're not going to run out of money. I, we, I, we won't I'm run out of money. about that. Um, even in the bull market, I was like, all right, we got to we got to act like we never raised financing again, and we've got to like look at every single dollar going out. It's <laughs> true. We had two screwdrivers. I don't know what that means. We we had two screwdrivers because we didn't like buy lots of stuff. Oh, gotcha. Okay. okay. We only had two. If you know anything about screwdrivers, you need more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well if your if your CEO carries them around for fun and then leaves them places, you definitely need more than two. I that was like some weird nerdy ass metaphor I was supposed to understand. I was like, well, you got two screwdrivers, you know, you don't got a nickel. I'll tell you that one. Uh, yeah, you know what they say. You know what they say. <laughs> I was like, you I, got two screwdrivers. You, you said uh, you know, and I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. You heard um, it here first, folks. Well. Um, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> the two screwdrivers thing threw me off. But <laughs> basically, I just want to – if you guys didn't have anything else to say, I want to conclude with um, – actually, really quick. Can you guys say what – what should people get out of this video? Do you want them to contact Pipe Dream? Do you want them to follow your journey on Twitter? Do you want them to – like what do you guys want them to do from this video? If, if you think you can like help us in any way, we would love to hire you or find a way to pay you money for Services. the value that you add. <laughs> absolutely he's serious we're serious we do that all the time yeah uh, if you have a full-time job and you just want to help us on the side we will make sure you get the value out of that yeah 100 they do that sure. all the time actually i'm not even joking 100%. um also yeah. like just try hard things there's not enough people doing truly new or truly world-changing things there's a lot of people that talk about how the thing that they're interested in or the thing that they're already doing is world-changing but like it's not true the people need to take bigger shots people need to like just go for it. And if you need support, like let us know. We'd be happy to try and help if we can. And um, we'd be happy to help you build a community uh, of people who can like help you do big things. Yeah. And to build on that, because we do talk about this all the time, like not enough people try hard things, especially in your 20s. Like you can fail your entire 20s and be fine. Yeah. You That's know? recoverable. Super Completely recoverable. recoverable. I turned, 30, get, get I turned, in, I turned like, 30 at the end of the year, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, you really need to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to pick it up. Yeah. Like, you look at the long history and like I to acknowledge that we have a lot of advantages that help make that a Absolutely. soft landing. Absolutely. Um, I, I, if you look at everyone, like I look at my friends' careers, people a little older than me, like of all types of backgrounds, like that is generally true. Um, and so that's a great time to make a good shot. But if you're going to take a big shot, uh, you need to make sure that if you accomplish the thing you're going to accomplish, there is an undoubtedly value add to whatever your market is. Because um, if you take a shot and you're like, well, I hope people use it this way, uh, that's not that's not like a big enough shot. They're not a big enough shot. Like you, you shouldn't just take a big shot for the sake of taking a big shot. You should know that there is going to be a market for your product if you're able to accomplish X, Y, Z. And you should, it should be something you care about. Like yeah. honestly... If I didn't believe in pipe dream, I wouldn't be here. It's yeah. I'm here because it's fun, you know. Mm. Like that that changes the way you think about yeah. everything. You need to do something you care about. Yeah. 
And I just want to conclude with saying um, I love you guys very much. Oh, and um, Canon too. And I'll the whole team. And I'm proud of you guys. And um, been blessed to be a part of this journey, you guys. Just be able to see all the little updates. Be like, oh, yeah, this is going to actually happen in a few months. But don't tell anybody. Like, I love I love being a part of that. I'm blessed to be a part of this community. And um, I'm blessed to be now sharing a podcast studio with you guys. So we're finally doing business together. Yeah, so. yeah we're blessed to have you here. Yeah, the, yeah. the whole goal of having a podcast studio here, to be completely frank, is to maximize your time in the office so yeah. that the networking can happen here as you bring people in and yeah. other people come I'm in. bringing in some, <laughs> some, some big, awesome, like amazing founders and investors over the next few months. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm bringing some value to the, to the studio. Oh, well. yeah. It's oh, not a doubt. Sure. We are, like, yeah, now we don't have to sure. go anywhere to network. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> since this is episode one, yeah. to conclude, yeah. I would love to hear what you want for the future of the podcast. What's your goal a year from now? Where do you want to be? Oh, I mean, I would love to be like the number one entrepreneurs and founders podcast, like on the planet, like hands down. Easily. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I, and I've looked at a lot of them and I definitely, um, I'm pretty confident. Like there's not a lot of, like everyone's like so serious and it's like, dude, startups are not, like they're serious, but they're not that serious. They're not that serious. Like, we're, <laughs> we're, serious. We're, we're dicking around. We're getting drunk <laughs> on vacations. Like we work a shit ton. Like, like I, yesterday was Sunday. I worked from like 10 a.m. until midnight and I was just like doing like fun th- little projects here, projects here. And it's like, Getting ready for the podcast, honestly, mostly, but for sure, um, startups should be fun and it should be exciting. And like, I want to have exciting, like this, this interview, like we're, we're laughing, we're telling like stories, we're like talking about the actual things that are going to happen in your company. And I love having these interviews and like talking to people. And it's like just exploring like why you created something and like where you're going to be at. So I don't, I mean, I don't really, I don't have like a number set. I don't really care. Like hopefully it pays me at some point, but um, yeah, I just want to have the biggest entrepreneurship and you know founder inspiring podcast that I can have. Yeah. So I will say, so. if you're listening to this, subscribe because I've never known Corey to do anything halfway. That's true. he only does it big, he only does it right, and he's never going to quit until he accomplishes his goal ever. So if he says he's going to have the number one entrepreneurial podcast, that he eventually will. For sure. Whether that's tomorrow, a year from now, two years from now. Get in, because it's going to happen. Get in. Get Absolutely. in big. Uh, I did quit my first podcast, though. But eventually, this became the opposite. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. He never yeah, quits. Never starting, quit today. Quit. starting today. <laughs> starting today. Starting today. I never quit twice. No, but uh, that one was just all audio. It was like, ugh, I, don't, I can't do it. This is, this is way more fun to be with you guys here. Yeah. Um, that's all we got, though. I, mean, I love you guys, and I'm proud of everything you're doing. And I, I don't care if there's like random people on Twitter that are like, this is not going to happen. It's like, you don't even... What do you What do you know? Like, it's not. okay. Yeah. They might be right. They might be right. <laughs> might be right. <laughs> well, I think I, I think they're wrong. I'm full send on pipe 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 drive pipe pipe drive. Hey, pipe dream. I, I'm always prepared. I'm going to say pipe drive. The other like the the company I used to like. It's a good company. It's a good company. It's a great company. It's great company. It's great. Yeah. Um, let's get them on the podcast. Let's get them on the podcast. I've used it before. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, we should get them here. It'd be so fun. It'd be fun. I know. I know people that work there actually. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, actually, this okay. Never mind. Anyway, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna All right. close it off. Thank you so much do for having us. Uh, Honored to be the first one. Yeah, let's get it. How are we signing off? Do you have a, you have a sign off? Let's get it. I don't really have one. And that's why we strive. Nice. Oh, oh, that's good. Do that again into the camera. And that's why we strive. I want to thank you for not only tuning in to this "Why We Strive" episode but for watching all the way until the very end. I put a lot of time and effort into each and every episode to bring you influential and exciting people that tell amazing stories and hopefully you either laugh a little bit or you learn something from each episode. Be sure you head to whywestrive.com to learn more info about the show, check out future episodes, learn about our sponsors, and of course, subscribe. 
That's all I have for you. See you next week. And don't forget, no matter what you're going through in life, keep striving.